This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, August 10th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Water storage bill advances. Water board responds to comments. Senate Dems battle over spending and more drought predicted. Farm groups applauded passage of an $8 billion infrastructure bill. The Senate yesterday passed the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which addresses critical water supply needs in the West. A coalition of agricultural and irrigation groups praised the move and urged the House to mirror the provisions in its own infrastructure package. Now is the time to invest and make timely improvements in our nation's water management portfolio, said California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson. The act includes $8 billion in provisions to repair aging dams and canals, to build new surface and groundwater storage, to fund water conservation projects, and improve ecosystems. Family Farm Alliance Executive Director Dan Keppen said this represents a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to invest in a reliable and sustainable water supply that supports our farms, businesses, and rural and urban communities. Time is running out as the West battles a historic drought, worried Western Grower CEO Dave Puglia. Without access to a safe, reliable, and affordable water supply, the long-term viability of our family farms and rural communities in the West is in jeopardy, he said. Water Board revises curtailment order after ag comments. The State Water Board has bumped back plans for an emergency drought order for the Scott and Shasta Rivers in Northern California. Board staff had proposed a draft regulation in July. After stakeholder feedback, the board pulled the order from its agenda and revised the proposal. Under the new draft, staff added more flexibility for voluntary approaches and local solutions. State and federal agencies would be able to reduce the minimum amount of water flow needed to protect fisheries if lower flows are found to be possible. The order also exempts reforestation efforts. The board will consider the regulation at its August 17 meeting. Senate Democrats turn to battle over spending and taxes. As promised, Senate Democrats are going to kick off work on their massive $3.5 trillion spending and tax plan before senators leave for the August recess. On Monday, Democrats released a fiscal 22 budget resolution that is the first step in the budget reconciliation process that will be needed to enact their proposals into law. That resolution is scant on details, but that's by design. Instead, it directs committees to write provisions allocating their portions of the upcoming reconciliation bill, including $135 billion for agriculture and child nutrition programs. That funding would include the money that Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan wants to use to beef up USDA conservation programs. Now keep in mind, a memo to Senate Democrats says the reconciliation package will include immigration provisions offering lawful permanent status for qualified immigrants. That would likely include farm workers, but the Senate parliamentarian may not allow immigration provisions to be included in the legislation. So what's next? Well, the Senate will hold a voterama on the budget resolution 
where any senator will get to offer amendments. Republicans will likely propose amendments that attempt to put Democrats on the record on issues that GOP candidates can use in the 2022 campaign. Drought and more rain predicted as global warming continues, according to the IPCC. Global warming is increasing the frequency of extreme weather events such as drought and heavy rains, a new report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change says. With every additional increment of global warming, changes in extremes continue to become larger, the report said. For example, every additional half degree Celsius of global warming causes clearly discernible increases in the intensity and frequency of hot extremes. That includes heat waves, heavy precipitation, and agricultural and ecological droughts in some regions. Agriculture can help lower atmospheric emissions by sequestering carbon, but a decline in atmospheric CO2 as a result of net negative emissions would not lead to immediate reversal of all climate change trends, the report said. Recent research has shown that global surface temperatures starts to drop within a few years following a decline in atmospheric CO2, but the decline would not be detectable for decades due to natural climate variability, the report said. The report does not predict how much the temperature will increase, but offers five different scenarios under each of which global surface temperatures will continue to increase until at least mid-century. Global warming of 1.5 degrees Celsius and 2 degrees Celsius will be exceeded during the 21st century unless deep reductions in CO2 and other greenhouse gas emissions occur in the coming decades, the report says. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Here's today's He Said It. Today's climate report shows the very serious situation we're in. We can no longer avoid all the effects of climate change, but it's within our power to avoid tremendous misery if we act on climate change now with our full conviction. That Senate Environment and Public Works Committee Chairman Tom Carper, a Delaware Democrat, reacting to the new report by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, August 10th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.